everybody and welcome to the happy hour podcast big ups to tim blaine for the theme song you just heard uh we do this fortnightly we check in present on the man dog podcast network we do a little happy hour we check in and see how we're doing um as always i am joined by ryan rosenberg hi ryan Hello. how's it going hey dan i'm good oh great victoria longwell Hello. Hi, and Talia Tabin. Hi. Okay, and I'm Dan Lippert. If uh, this is your first time listening, you just stumbled across this as you were searching the words happy hour on your podcast <laughs> RSS feed. Um, you can hear, you can watch video of this episode at You're the Man Now, now patreon.com backslash You're the Man Now dog. And you can get all our content on there. That's the long and short of it. We're here. We're drinking. Get used to it. Uh, what's up, y'all? What's 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 the word? It's what's a, good? I feel like it's like a sleepy Sunday, like a it's, little like a hot sleepy Sunday. How are you mm-hmm. guys feeling? The heat takes it out of you. Mm-hmm. The heat can take. This it is out the of right you. amount of heat because it's not blazing, but it's just enough where you're like not taking any precautions. Yeah. So it makes me a little bit just like I'm a mm-hmm. little sweaty. Twice yeah. in the past couple of weeks, I have gone outside for longer than is normal for me since I've been inside for four months, and my body is not as prepared for sun as it was in the in the normal times. Yeah. And I have gotten scorched. Oh really? Uh, like yeah. burn, Sunburn. burn, like yeah. red tomato. Not red tomato, but uh, I'm, I'm relatively like... Red hot dog. Uh, not red hot dog. We're getting closer, though. Red uh, lobster. And that's the one. I would love to go to red lobster. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would love a Cheddar Bay Biscuit. Have, have they <sighs> fallen victim to the uh, bankruptcies of COVID? I don't know. It seems like they would be one of the early ones to go. I, don't, me, I, I feel, feel like... Re- go yeah. ahead. Maybe no, they've already it. been bankrupt before. I don't know. Yeah, they're a part of that group. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't right. think it's Darden Restaurants, but it's like one of those groups. It's like that Red Lobster, right. Olive Garden, Black Angus. Oh, right. The ones that I've you always see in the same parking lot. Mm-hmm. Ever since Red Lobster started putting out their biscuits in the supermarket, I don't really have a reason to go to the location. No. Do they taste as good? Uh, yes. Oh, they're perfect. They're oh, just wow. so good. Oh, interesting. Yes. You, you they're really, the really good. And who really needs special fish when you already have the recipe to the special biscuit? Yeah, no. It's the you only know? reason you're going. <laughs> and the big secret is the fish there is not special fish. It is <laughs> oh, probably is the, <laughs> the worst fishing practices for the environment on the face of the earth. Uh, yeah. But so, Talia, you've never been. Are you aware of the biscuits? Mm, you don't know about Cheddar Bay biscuits. Uh-uh. Wait, I'm going to make some very soon yeah. that we can all eat. I, we okay, might have to do wait. an on the air batch next time. I well, we talked know. about doing a little backyard drink over at Talia's. Maybe, maybe I bring over a batch of biscuits. Yes, Whoa, please. mama! What do, what do you? What nice. do you? What do you mean you've never been to a Red Lobster? Yeah, what do you mean? Can yeah, you what be do you more mean specific? when you say oh. that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I always do this. I'm kind of vague. Um, I guess uh, if I had to say, like, so how old am I? I'm like in my 20s, like my mm. early 20s. 
Now this upsets Victoria <laughs> and and me also as a and I'll say I'm pissed as well. <laughs> normalize being comfortable with your age, Talia. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I look just like oh, Francis McDormand no. and I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> um I've just never been. That wasn't I don't even know if there was one near me when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe, well, no, because no, this is where we are is still on the coast. I was going to say, if you're from the Bay Area, maybe you're just eating yeah, better we fish. Yeah, we Fisherman's Wharf in, in San Francisco. <laughs> you guys ever heard of that? I didn't eat fish unless it was off Pier 39. I, mean, I had a you know, seal just a baby bird it into my mouth if I wanted fish. Um, yeah. Yeah, all you ate was uh, chowder bowls, Ben and Jerry's, and seal lobster. Mm-hmm. Ghirardelli for dessert. Because yeah. Ben and Jerry's right. was part of the main. Yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm not quite as sure what this mm-hmm. whole red lobster thing is. Have so you been to an olive garden since since it's in the same class? I think I have once. Talia, um, have you not been to chain restaurants? Or you no, I like, love a chain restaurant. On special occasions, would your family go to actual nice restaurants? Like my family, special occasions was Red Lobster, Black Angus, um, mm-hmm. uh, Hometown Buffet. That yeah. was like when we all went out. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go ahead and I say I'd like- never been to Hometown Buffet. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, no Red Lobster. Uh, but maybe it's just I wasn't around as many chains. Hometown right. Buffet is, is, is great. Imagine you microwaved every dinner possible and then put it out <laughs> on a bunch of trays and we're surrounded by 75-year-olds yeah. and a guy in a and, bee costume. And that is great, but let's also clarify that it's disgusting. Oh. <laughs> it's a little bit of both. It's, it's uh, they do have a, like a carving station, which I always appreciated as a kid. You could go I get like a, a slice of ham. Oh, I think our alternative to that was... Um, Fresh Choice. Did you guys have Fresh mm. Choice? No. I had Fresh Choice. So that was like a buffet, like salad type place. Like they didn't have as many, like, it wasn't like a hot dinner type of thing, but they had like soups and little pizzas and salad. It was like a buffet thing. And it's like, like soup like sweet tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know yeah. soup plantations, sweet tomatoes? I, I, I know, I've heard of soup plantation, but I've, no. I don't know uh, sweet tomatoes. It's regional. They're the same business. RIP, by the way. <laughs> Yep. Right. I'll, I'll tell you what, face. this is all West Coast uh, to me because you couldn't put something with fresh in the title and have people go to it for a fun time. Oh, oh yeah. Really? It's oh, like, what is this rabbit food kind of situation? Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They want some meat. And, and who's they? Potatoes, this is I the agree. Midwest? No, I mean, I'm from Pennsylvania, but central Pennsylvania, so it could be the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love a buffet. What was your guys' have... – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. No, finish your buffet. All I was going to say is they put out all the desserts. That <laughs> <laughs> well, that answered my question. I, I was like going to say, too. what's your favorite part of the buffet? Okay, so perfect. So Victoria's like, they put out all the desserts. You, they have all the desserts, and then they probably have a soft serve machine where you can either get vanilla, chocolate, or a swirl. And that's sometimes the they... cone and that little clown thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If anybody remembers that, it's like a little vertical thing with clowns on it, and you pull a cone out of the bottom and get your own soft serve. When did Off clowns getting started associated with ice cream? Because that's a popular. Um, it's a popular oh. ice cream dessert. Is the upside down cone with the clown face? 
Mm-hmm. That's friendlies, right? I mean, did it start? I don't know. There, I mean, or... Best and Robbins had one. Yeah, we had that at a oh. Mel's Diner near us. Also, a place called Leatherbees that was delicious. Oh, Leatherbees. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Leatherbees. Anyone in the Sacramento area? I think it's still there. It's a classic place for an ice cream sundae. Oh, in Tucson, it was Swenson's was the classic, and there's a a, a train that went around above you. That's cool. Uh, That's a train. So fun. Yeah, you know, a tiny model train. I should. That, be I love that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like Dan, the suburb that you grew up in in Tucson, and the one that I grew up in in Northern California, outside of Sacramento, were probably almost the same life. Yeah, I, like I would bet different money. places, but like same things, just stucco buildings and flat and yeah. That I never realized how flat Tucson was until uh, uh I visited with a girlfriend once who was not from there and was like, this is the flattest place in the world. Cause it's just normal to me. Yeah. Yeah. You guys laughing. Cause I said I had yeah. a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe the story to be honest. I got very we distracted because I didn't hear what you take uh, when you said, it. I guess my favorite way to go to a buffet f- is with my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> There's just, I don't know what's funny about like, I never knew this place was so flat until my girlfriend really hosed me. I agree. I agree. <laughs> It seems it's funny for it to have made a big impression, I guess. God, the place you're from is so flat. Can we get out of here? Uh, Yeah, you nailed the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's okay. You're from a flat town. Some, you know, now, now you understand hills, and I think you've grown a lot. Flat town, paved little city. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Great, great. Now I appreciate it. Um, well, we were all, we've all got our drinks today. I felt like the past couple happy hours I was drinking alone. Uh, Victoria would have a latte and I'd look crazy. Um, but now today we've all got our drinks. I've got my strawberry daiquiri here. Oh, uh, you did, you did get the daiquiri? Lime juice and homemade strawberry simple syrup. Oh, wow. pretty. And a lagunitas jar. You know what I like about this? Jar. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I like that jar. I like about this that it's a daiquiri that is not blended. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I I've only surprised. had a blended daiquiri, and I'd be curious to have it uh, over ice, I guess. Well, because that's the Good. original way, right? Like, this is a classic daiquiri where you it's tell not me, blended. I've never had a oh, daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> They're big at Red Lobster. It's my bit. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it the whole way through. <laughs> uh, feel free to, you know, break an expectation if you want to uh, and have had it. <laughs> have you never had a daiquiri, though? Me? A blended or? Yeah, oh, yeah no, I've never had a daiquiri. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually know what the original way is. All I know is that my mom was visiting and we went to an old timey bar. Like a, it was in the Culver Hotel. Mm. and. They did a daiquiri and she got it. And I'd never seen her get a daiquiri in her life, but it was, she was like, this used to be my favorite type of drink, but it's just on ice, not blended like the way we get it. Or like a virgin was daiquiri. That fun? Having a drink with, with your, your mom's old favorite kind of drink. So fun. Isn't that cool? My parents didn't drink a lot growing up. So when they will have a drink, uh, it's really fun to me. Oh, mm-hmm. that's sweet. But they get stuff like a daiquiri or like a Brandy Alexander. Mm, Those are they really do it. Yeah. Ordering off the menu. I guess that make that is probably cooler if you're just like, I drink beer every once in a while. You never order something cool because you're like, give me a beer. But if you never drink, you're always like, give me the special thing off the cocktail menu. Yeah. I like that. 
Is it very sweet, Dan, or It's no? sweet, but I would say not too sweet. Mm, uh, yeah. I like sweet things, but there are ones where when you drink them, you know you're going to get a headache later. Yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. one doesn't have that vibe for me. Mm-hmm. Probably because yeah. it's like homemade. Fresh. Yeah, yeah. Like real, the real syrup. goods. Yeah. It's the good good. I don't think it's <laughs> I don't think it's corn syrupy. That's what's great. everyone else having? I got the gold rush, which I uh I've had a gold rush before. I love a gold rush. It's what's uh, a gold rush? It's whiskey, uh honey, and lemon. Mm, yeah. Uh and this has a really nice like lemon uh flavor to it with the honey after note it's good that seems didn't you have like a penicillin isn't that do you like that as well that seems like sort of the same world penicillin might be my top cocktail right now and is that close to that but plus like egg white or something like that no so the penicillin is it's similar it's a ginger honey syrup Mm. and lemon so and it's scotch but very close very close yeah very very close very close some would say related in the uh, parents ordering conversation, I did have a realization recently. You know how cocktail bars, kind of like fancy coffee shops, they're made to feel, make you feel embarrassed a little bit if you don't know your yes. way around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a realization that like you can ask for whatever you want because I think the the idea is, uh, you like you get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but there mm-hmm. used to be this feeling of like, oh, I don't know if I want this on the rocks or if I want it in yeah. one of those glasses. And I I bought myself some coupe glasses, some of those like Nick and Nora glasses, which we might have talked about. Um, and like you you could go into a cocktail bar and just ask for any drink in a coupe glass. Uh, but it, I, I just had that realization of like it would have humiliated me at a certain point in my oh. life to be like, mm-hmm. may I please have it in the cool little glass? <laughs> and now to just be like, I want this drink in that glass. I'm paying you fifteen dollars. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a thing parents have. I think that is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it life. is nice. Yeah. I feel like also at nice. I'm getting to the age where I don't feel like a little kid at those bars anymore. Like. Routinely, I think those bartenders are like 35 to 40, like a little bit older. They try to like class it up a little bit. So if you're like 26, they really look down on you. I feel like if you're 26 and not ready, they're like really like, like come on, like you're my <laughs> least favorite customer. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm but now I go in there and I'm favorite. like, if you're rude to me, you're just a mean bartender. Yeah. And I don't have oh, to yeah. bow down to you. You, you are literally, I'm about to pay you. Yeah. You're what, just a bastard you in cosplay right now. <laughs> yes. You don't dress, exactly. you don't dress like this elsewhere. <laughs> right. But right, also right. every bartender, I feel like, uh, Totally. 30 and up walks in. 30, between 30 and like 50 walks in and they're mm-hmm. like, thank God. This is right. easy. It feels right. like, it's just like, well, those people know how to tip. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this group of 23-year-old girls come in and I'm like, well, yes, they're going to have no clue about how to take they're care gonna of get us. drunk. Yes. Yeah. Puke in the bathroom. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think that's totally fair. And if someone does that, they should suck. They should be like, yep, you suck. But when I walk into a bar and have not done that, it shouldn't be assumed that totally. I'm about to throw up somewhere. <laughs> it should be like, be nice since I'm being nice. And then we'll we nice. can just not bother each other. Yeah. yeah. Are people dealing with very mean bartenders? Well, I haven't been to a bar in four months. 
Right. So I don't know. So why. pretty rude. Uh, it's <laughs> a I think lot generally, yes. Projection. Oh, really? I think. I think it's like I associate it a lot with like intelligentsia, which I used to live across from, um, which is coffee. But like uh, the the assumption is that we're enemies from the beginning, uh, mm. and it bothers me a lot because like. Uh, my version of customer service was always like to make people feel like comfortable and welcome. Mm-hmm. And the idea that like, you're only there to make someone a thing and potentially judge them. It, yeah. it, it, uh, it feels like a projection, but also I think it's true. For Do a you feel like people. you bring any of that into the bar of like, Oh great. This guy's going to treat me like an asshole. Cause that's how bartenders are. Like, do you think you're doing the same thing? Well, if I am, I'm overcorrecting, which might be annoying, right. but I'm right. being really nice. Like yeah. I am not, fulfilling the reality i believe i'm yeah. being like well right. i think like if it's a guy i'm like oh this guy's gonna judge me for not knowing drinks and if it's a woman it's like i have to prove to her that i'm not some sort of weird creep like gross <laughs> man uh right. and so either way i probably look nuts i'm like hi how are you today i'll oh, take what yes. thank you so much yeah i feel like tim's like always says that about me i like go too hard into like thank you so here I'll, let me grab all the dishes for you like thank you i get it like i'm always trying to be like you guys i get it like yeah. i get what it's like has tim worked you. service no like service no, totally in, well yes. then come on yeah that's yeah. his but privilege I, yeah <laughs> um but i will say that i feel like whenever i go to a bar even having worked in the service industry for a long time i always feel so unknowledgeable i really feel like dumb and I feel like I know probably a little bit more than most just from having to serve it to people. But right. really, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you have to be like a real connoisseur of drinking to go into a bar and be like, great, let me meet you. Like you are an equal to me and I am an equal to you. I'm always just right. like, you know, so much more than me. I've, I feel I, like I wish there was a way you could be like, I've been in the service industry. I get it. I'm going to be easy. Yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. secret code. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just do, I, at least for hosts or people I'm talking to on the phone, I just say everything I ever want someone to say to me when they're being really horrible, like when a guest is being really horrible. Mm-hmm. And like, there's just such an easy way to do this. And I just try and hit all of those things, which I could be annoying in its own way. Cause like you're polite probably, to them or, or like, what do you mean? Oh, like I'm, polite, but also I'm like, I'll do the, I know this isn't your fault. Uh, or I'll do like, and I'll, uh, whatever. I just try to have like, there's so many times on the phone with a guest or in person with a guest, um, where, uh, where I like think it would not be hard for them to approach it in a, in like what I think is the correct way. Mm So I try and do that for everyone, but also they might have a different way that they would like it than I would. Hi, is this uh, is this Victoria? Uh, am I speaking with Victoria? Yes. I'm sorry Hi. to call you at home. This is the number you left for your reservation. Um, oh. I'm just calling Hi. because it looks like we uh, we overbooked the evening and um, we're going to have to cancel your reservation. Uh, and I'm so oh. sorry about that. It was a oh a, no. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You must be so uncomfortable making this call. And you know what? It's just dinner. And you know what? I'm so lucky. I have so many good things in my life. I'm sorry you had to call me. I'm going to make this so easy on you. Don't worry about it. 
Have a good day. I'm sorry that okay. someone else overbooked and now they're making you deal with it. Ring, ring, ring. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that on your end or my end? Um, Victoria, bring me. <laughs> oh, it's on my end. It's on my end. Um, I'm so sorry. It's uh, okay. Hi, hi. Is this um? Is this Victoria? Am I speaking yeah, to Victoria? Hi. Hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi. This is Shelly from uh from uh, Toyota. We hi. were checking your car. Obviously, we were doing like a routine maintenance. Mm-hmm. And I was bringing it around to the other side. We sideswiped it on the building. <laughs> We're going to need you to come down, what? pick it up, maybe find some sort of garage to take it to to fix it. Oh, Shelly. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> You want me to come and pick it up? Yeah. And also you were the physical person driving it? Yes, I was. Yeah, I was. And we were swamped with, um, we're doing a ton of oil changes right now. Okay. It's my birthday. Um, But you know what, (laughs) Shelly? It it was my birthday last week. (laughs) Oh, happy birthday. Um, I hope you didn't have to work on your birthday. Listen, I know that you must feel sick having to make this call. I know you must feel sick. I just have sick, to race off the phone, so I want to make let sure Let me just you tell you, come. accidents happen. Accidents happen. It's why I have insurance. I'll come pick it up. Uh, thank you for calling me. It shows a lot about your character. Clay. Bing, 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 bing. Victoria's phone. <laughs> That's, I don't. Devin, you did this setting, and I don't know how to turn it off. Uh, hello? Hi, Victoria. Am I speaking with Victoria? The Victoria? Yeah, this is she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. Okay, great. I'm just, hi, my name is Brayden. I'm calling you from the Goodwill. You just dropped some clothes off at. Yes. Oh, wow. I don't remember leaving a number. <laughs> well, unfortunately, there was one in one of the pockets of a sweater that you oh, left. Great. And unfortunately, these clothes, I think, are just not going to work out. We're not going to be able to accept them. <laughs> <laughs> Is something wrong with them? I well, even clean, honest, just, cleaned them before I brought them over there. You did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have never guessed. Um, okay. The problem is that there's a certain odor that's emitting from the bag. There's a oh, hole in gosh. one of the bags. And even with it cinched tightly at the top, it's sort of smelling up all the other clothes. You know what, Brayden? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I'm even making you talk about all of this. You must feel so awkward. And I put you in an awkward position by bringing weird smelly clothes. I must not have done a good enough job and I'm sorry. Um, Wow. I'll come. That's really nice to hear. You wouldn't believe the crap that people drop off here. That really stinks. So it's really nice to hear that. Thank you. Tell her we're going to leave it outside. I can't have it in the in the building. Okay. And I'm just so sorry because I really do think that you're doing such nice work. So I really am sorry. Okay. uh, Can you come get it? Yeah, I'll come get it. Okay, um, I thank was you so much. To get a, I was supposed to get a manicure for my birthday, but I'll be right over. Oh, happy birthday. Mine's in two months. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> thank you Thanks. so much. Anyway, oh gosh, sorry thank to, you. Sorry to disrupt your day. Have a great no. day. Thank you for your kindness. Oh, oh you. Victoria's phone. Oh. <laughs> Victoria's hello. phone. Hello? Hello? Howdy. Uh, <laughs> uh, is this, am um, I speaking with Victoria? Yes, this is she. Uh, Victoria? I am the uh, congressman to uh, the 32nd district in Tennessee. And uh, I know that's the town that you live in. And uh, I wanted to just let you know that uh, we have found lead in your water in your neighborhood. 
Oh, I just want to let you know that we have found lead in your water in your neighborhood. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? We're going to do nothing at all. Just making this courtesy call. You're welcome. (laughs) What, what, What is your name? Congressperson? Uh, Congressman Ratchety. <laughs> Richard. Your last name is Ratchety Richard? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. Lahayim. Lahayim, sorry. Lahayim. Ratchety Richard? <laughs> I just I always go to the same name. And so I'm always like, come on, Talia, just think of something different. Just and then any I start- human name. Any human <laughs> Anything name. that isn't Ratchety Richard. <laughs> and the uh, you worst things Richard. come out. It's either like a name of a person, like a full-blown name of a famous person, or just mm-hmm. like something incomprehensible. Anyway, it worked out. At least it worked out great this time. Yeah. A thing I forgot to say at the beginning, but just a big ups to us. Uh, anyone out there who's having a drink on their happy hour, maybe you're having a, uh, strawberry daiquiri or, uh, gold rush, or maybe a feathered serpent. Um, and if you want to hang out and listen to some tunes, we put out a Spotify playlist every time we do one of these episodes to match the episode. So, uh, find man dog pod on Spotify. If you search for the users, man dog pod, you'll find our Spotify playlist for every two weeks. And, I got to say, Ryan and I did a little backyard hang a couple weeks ago and put on one of our playlists. Uh, and it's a great mix of all four of our personalities. And it's fun to Aww. like for a song to come on and be like, ooh, who's the, who put this on? I like this. And I think you can kind of guess who is who. Yeah. Not always, really? but generally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will also, do we already talk about? All, in there. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I just like to try to slide one musical in. Did you put in Wait For It from Hamilton? Or something from Hamilton. I'm obsessed with that. I don't know. I mean, Hamilton, everybody's got an opinion. Come on. We all get it. But there is a Hamilton, like, I don't know what you would call it or what it is called. There is a thing, but it's a bunch of like popular artists remade the songs, whatever that one is. But uh, Usher does a version of Wait For It that is so, so good. Dan just pulled out his microphone apparatus. And so you got to go to the video for this. Talk about you a good face. A big goof face caught on video. Not only did he catch himself, but he stared right into the lens as it happened. Don't scream, ba- don't scream grab my face on that and make little memes that humiliate me. Please don't send memes around the internet about how funny our show is to watch. Please don't do it. I would hate to be memed. I've been telling everybody this. Don't meme me. Don't put me on all the sites where everybody looks at memes and shares them. Don't put me out there like that. Don't put my face out there doing something crazy all over the memes. Classic. Really good. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. You got to see the video, guys, because Dan is doing some real video gaffes here. Big video gaffes. Um, sorry to interrupt. There, there's a Hamilton mixtape with the celebrities redoing the songs. I think it is called something like that. Oh, yeah. 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 But it's fun. I mean, I the Hamilton cool. is good, but I like it because it's like re-recorded like album versions of songs rather than like theater versions of songs. Because yeah. I'm not really a musical theater person. And Hamilton doesn't even really, it technically is, but it seems more like it was for the album than for the theater anyways. <laughs> so mm. I kind of like it. That's but do you like Usher's version? Yes, I like it oh. a lot. I love Usher. I I mean, I've been love an Usher, Usher fan since uh, You Make Me Wanna back in back at Cobblestone Elementary when I was like Hell literally yes. 10. So I've been a fan of his for 25 years, maybe. Wow. Did he you made you want to go to recess. That's exactly right. Yeah. 
What'd you say? I would sing it to my teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Who was he in Hustlers? I mean, was he was Usher? Is it Hustlers? He was Usher. Wait, Hustlers is the one with um that was just out with J Lo. Yeah. And Usher comes in. Did you guys see the movie? I don't want to ruin it. I did, and I don't remember him being. He comes into the club. Because um, right. they do it like it's it's in the 90s or the movie takes place in the 90s and That's he right. comes in like at the height of his whatever. And uh, he he plays himself from the 90s. Anyway, right. it's just so much fun. He's it's reported really cool to be a scene. big club guy. He loves that. He loves that stuff. And, you know, he's really out there. That's why his club music is so good because he knows what he wants to hear at the club. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Also, if I could dance like Usher, if I could dance like Usher could dance, I would I know. go to a club every night. I know. Absolutely. If you had to choose between being like uh, unbelievably talented at singing, dancing, or a musical instrument, which would you choose? Whoa. And it has to be one of those three, singing, dancing, or musical instrument? Well, what would you add? No, Ryan's saying like you can't be multiples. Oh, yeah, you have to pick one. You're bad at the other two. Because they're all tough if you can't do any of the other ones. If you're just a singer, you have to sing the the right kind of cool music if you can't move this is this is actually an angle i've never heard you could be an opera singer you don't necessarily have to be bad you don't (laughs) necessarily have to be bad at the other two it's just that the one is like star level i think mine would be singing yeah i agree singing is good singing dancing Uh, or what was the third one Playing an instrument. Musical instrument. Playing an instrument i think singing all of them are pretty powerful but you could make someone cry with your singing yes And but that's what you're I'm in only, it for? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to bring the world to tears. And I mean by being mean. Well, it's truly <laughs> beautiful. I mean, singing is, yeah, it's it's gorgeous. But I think if you're a good singer, you have to be all the way. I don't, I don't like people who are almost really good singers. They're almost my least favorite type of person. Right. The, per- the person who like tries hard, but it's just not very good. It's like good for you. Yeah. But the person who's like a, like so good, but almost a little pitchy. And then you're like, yes. you're so close. Well, this is a really tough thing. But I think if you really want to be creative, you have to find an outlet because nobody wants to hear you sing at on the bus stop with while you're waiting for the bus. Like right. nobody wants to hear my comedic bits who isn't coming to my comedy shows. If I'm just performing at my friends, it's really annoying. That's <laughs> like, very annoying. Like it's so I so for me, there's a personality type of person who is always singing, but never like really putting themselves out mm, there as a singer when it's like, don't make I'm not an audience member for and, you. And there's one for all three of those. There's one of those for dance where it's like all yes. of a sudden somebody is yes. doing their little grooves in front of you. Yeah. Right. Talia knows. Uh, right. The hopeful part of my message is if you want to be creative, really pursue the outlet and sort of the meaner side of it is until you do that, don't bring it to me. Sure. You would hate <laughs> living me. with me. I feel like I'm singing all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. I sing all day long. I think that's you different to than yourself? what Ryan Yes. No, uh, I yes. sing at Tim. That's okay. I, I think, think it's probably it's, a mix. It's probably a mix. Yeah. Talia, I think yours is the bad one and Victoria's is the good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. It's always good to think about things in good and bad and dull it's out the really, labels. Yeah. That's helpful for people. Yeah. Uh, I think Around the House is a little different because that's like inspired yes. to sing. That's but, not... What Ryan's saying, I feel like with yeah. like performing for your friend, not even performing, but it's like a masked version of performing when you're like, 
I'm not performing because I'm not like a real professional right. fill in the blank, but I am doing it in front of you. Yes. I think the and best I am example. expecting a little bit of feedback. Yes, I know. that's exactly what it is. Except expecting feedback for okay, unasked for yeah. audience ship. I exact know everybody in my life that w- if I'm in a room with an acoustic guitar, I, I could like Terminator <laughs> analyze who is going to pick it up of the group. Mm-hmm. It's like that type of person. As if yeah. anybody, anybody ever wants to hear an acoustic set <laughs> amongst their friends. It's if the that was a concert when I go I to the bathroom. Do. I probably do. I probably do too. I definitely do. I'm, like, I'm, I'm the like girl that's attractive. like, I hope somebody picks up an acoustic guitar and then we all get to sing. <laughs> I like that if it's if that's maybe pitched as part of the evening or something. But if it's like a movie night and all of a sudden the acoustic comes out, that person needs a talking to. And this is what I'm trying that's to do. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You're trying to. have the talking person. So I want to put it out publicly for all of us to be able to Great. say this to our friends. Of You're making people better. Find You're an making outlet. People better. Um, I think I would like to be really. I would like to be a really good singer, but I think if you gave me like all the instrument options, singing, dancing, I would love to be like really good at the piano. Yes, I think absolutely. That, you can make people cry with uh, the piano. One hundred percent. And dancing, I think. And dancing. Oh my god, a talented dancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you imagine if I was on eight, like in, um, like in ABT, like Victoria? If you came and watched me do Swan Lake, you would. Oh cry. yeah. Right. You know Admit why I'm crying Swan Lake? Because of the music. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, sure. oh interesting. No, I think this is good to talk about. I think it's good to talk about because we're coming from two very different. We're coming from two very different. Interesting. Worlds. So it wasn't my dancing. Okay. 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 Tolia, Tolia, you're right that if I saw you at the premier ballet school uh, in with a my leg up or above theater, my head. Doing doing Swan Lake, I would right. cry, but that would be because I know and love you. I would know how much work you had to put into it. But don't you guys think that's part of it, right? Yes. So like, I if Dan played the piano yes. so well, I'd be like, I'm so proud of you. Dan has such a talent, you know. But, yes. yeah. but a- I'm saying, I think. Go ahead. Dan. No, please, Victoria. Any person that I don't know singing or playing the piano could make me cry. I don't know yes. about dance. Mm. I just don't know. I would yeah. say no, and that uh, uh, in my heart, that's what I would think about myself. But I saw a dance show in college that made me cry, and that's the only oh. reason that I believe that it was possible. But like, just, what about it made you cry? Yeah, it tell was us about just that. like really. And I will say, it was the dance with the music. I think they went yeah. together well. Yeah, but yeah, there, yeah. There is like a an a, a visceral emotional feeling to to the the way the dance was choreographed mm-hmm. um and i remember it like went from like something soft to like something kind of like aggressive and fast and like powerful uh and whatever it was about that emotional shift ryan when we saw straight white men straight white males mm-hmm. that's yeah, the the that play there's a part in it where uh, it's like a family on christmas um but there's a break where there's like an emotional break the the father and one of the brothers leaves the room and the other brother just dances like crazy to a remix of that song i don't care uh i don't care and i remember that like really emotionally affected me too Mm -hmm. in in a play that was not emotionally affecting me up until that point oh Mm -hmm. interesting there's something about like the expression that gets to me 
I feel like the first part of that play is about locked up emotions anyways and how no one is expressing their emotions anyway. And so him like dancing and throwing it out there, I think is the first cathartic time you get to go like, right, I had all this pent up energy from this play. And I think that serves to like speak to how straight white men are in the play. I think that was the point. Now, do you guys feel that music, like, okay, playing an instrument on its own is its own thing singing on its own is its own thing, but dancing without powerful music, mm-hmm. it like it's almost like that is a that's a two-hander. Interesting. Could be. I mean I bet you could make me emotionally affected with a well choreographed dance to no music. Mm-hmm. But, but without know. a story attached to it? I, I have no I don't idea. watch much dancing. Yeah. I mean I'll cry at a flash mob. So <laughs> I think that's beautiful. The more I, the older I get, I'm like, oh, any sort of self-expression that feels really genuine is what I'm looking for. Mm. Whether it's dancing or music or singing or even like a really good meal. Like what is the thing where someone put like all their humanity into it? Because I think that's what was like resonating with us, right? Like when you hear like you ever like hear someone sing and you get like the chills or like Mm -hmm. it like viscerally affects your body, like what is that? Is it literally just the vibration or like what is going on? Oh my God. It's like creative expression. It's like, yeah, it, that's why I like musicals so much because it's like when you feel like you have so much emotion and then you just burst out into song. Mm-hmm. I uh, relate to that, except I can't sing. <laughs> that's sometimes what I like about improv when we're like in a good yeah. space of like, oh, there's something that we all find really funny. But like you almost can't do it fast enough. So you have to like wait, but also try mm-hmm. your hardest. That moment is like, it feels like that self-expression of like, this is what I really think is funny or what really like wakes me up. Like um, knock, knock. Are we, uh, are we allowed in the dressing room? Are we allowed in the dressing room post show? Oh, Sorry, oh I gosh. To, uh, oh, yeah, sir. We sure. just wanted to say congratulations. Congratulations. Wow. You wow. were so amazing up there. Oh my god! You're dancing. You're dancing. I mean, the choreography was great, and I think the music really made me cry. the The dancing was great, and the music really got to me. Um, Awesome! Oh well, thank you. Thank you for coming to the show, and I'm so I'm so glad you sort of got it. You know, it was supposed to be comedic up top, but then by the end, you're really supposed to feel you know, what the bodies are doing. How did you feel about this performance? I know this is like, you know, you've been doing it for two weeks or so, but this is our first time, you know, with the piece. How did you feel? I felt good. I think knowing you guys were there actually really made me put that extra little oomph into it. You know, I really felt like I hit all my marks, but also like was able to exclaim at each of them too. You know, it felt really beautiful for me. It was great. Uh, The music of it really was really what I connected to for sure. Um, Okay. Well, I didn't have anything to do with the music. I just, I choreographed the dance and like the lead. Oh, hey. Great job. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Uh, uh, No, come on in. Come on in. I'm just the conductor, but um, I just wanted to let you know, Ryan, we are going to run a piece number six. Oh, a couple of the kinks there. Okay. just before, just before you leave today, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Though, sure, no, no, please stay. Yes, autograph. By the way, I didn't know the conductor also did a full change backstage too. Uh, you can put on a shirt oh, no, if you I need to. I'm sorry through. if you're. Uh, 
We all have. Sorry, it just gets yeah. very sweaty in the pit. It gets very sweaty in the pit. I so imagine like you're working the, hard. Yes, honey. Yes, my wife said it perfectly. It's pretty sweaty on stage. Sweaty on stage too. It's yeah. it's kind of like we're all equals back here. You we're, know what I mean? There's the dancer and the music because the music wouldn't really be that interesting if there was nothing on stage to watch, right? So true. I mean, your son is such a beautiful dancer. I don't know that yeah. we, you know, we're so lucky to have him on our stage. It's a true uh-huh. honor to Are play you music for him every kidding night. Kidding me? Mm-hmm. It is an honor to have our son dance to your music. I agree. And we knew he had muscles because you can't, you can't dance without him, but a conductor with abs like that. Oh my God. Can I touch them? Honey, go for it. If it's okay, can my wife touch your abs? Um, Guys, come on. I work with this. I I work with this person. I'm 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 sorry. We're embarrassing embarrassing him. We don't know what's normal anymore. I don't know what's normal. (laughs) I am going to run. You guys never listen to me. Uh, Oh, that's not true. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? That's not true. Anyway, thank uh, you so much for run. stopping by. I will yes, come out no. for P6 Beautiful after show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. wiping down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we love you. Do you <laughs> want my she number? Left. Oh, my God. She left. I'm wow. Wow, you guys were really, really touched by the conductor. Didn't she stand um, with her? I mean, she had her back to you and was in the pit, so you could really only see the see the wand. I could we see. We saw. When she came back with her hands just now, I recognized those hands. Because, honestly, I was focused on the hands for most of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's what was so fabulous oh, you about the show. On, you weren't focused on the dancing. <laughs> the conductor was, was raised a little bit, so you really could see the back of her hands so mm. strongly. Mm. Uh, Dad, it next was time, moving. if she comes back, just try not to talk about her abs, okay? I apologize. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was okay because it's a backstage vibe and everything like that. It's and a backstage vibe? Yeah, you know, it's backstage. Yeah. Everyone's shirtless. I, I did a couple of community theater plays. You're shirtless. You're massaging each other. It's you all should arts. see your father's performance of Tevye and Fiddler on the Roof. Oh I thought you God. said you did lights for the community theater. Sure, I did. But yeah, I also, I, I, I dress up as the lead for whatever play I'm doing. And so I was in full Tevye Jewish gear. Okay. Uh, but he was so Jewish hot gear. in the booth that he had to take off his shirt. Oh, yeah. So we know Excuse what me. it's like backstage. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, hi, sorry. I'm Teresa from the New York Times, and I just wanted to see if I could get a <gasps> quote from you, Ryan, after hi, such Teresa. an incredible— Hi, uh, Just oh such a beautiful God. show out there. Um, you must be so Thank proud. Thank you. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, I just— We wanted are to- so proud of him. Okay, well, yeah. I, oh, are interview- these your parents? I, I, she's trying to interview me right now. Will you give it Sorry, a breath? Give it a rest. Oh my god, yes. What, we'll give it a listen rest. to him. We'll listen give it to a him. Rest. Uh, well, I mean, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, you know, uh-huh. this city's so lucky to have you here, uh, uh, and obviously, this took so much work. This show, um, physically, yeah. emotionally, uh, it seems like uh, I don't know that I've ever felt in a dancer has acted so much. Mm. Um, wow, that's so- really that's really perceptive. I'm I'm so happy you say that because. Hmm. This was an interesting pro- – dad, stop responding verbally. Um, this was a really interesting process because we choreographed first and then wrote the music to the choreography. And it usually goes the other way around. Usually True. musicians come in and then you write a dance to the music. But we really wanted to showcase the movement and see if we could go backwards from there. So I'm I so really inter- feel proud. I didn't proud get of- that. I didn't get that, honey. I think you, you got to write that, that in the apparent. program. I think you got to write it. I think you got to be clear with that. Okay. All right, mom. Thank you for the tip. We were so uh, focused on the music. I didn't realize that. I thought the dance was mm-hmm. 
was, mm-hmm. you know, to compliment the music. <clears throat> and, you know, that's so interesting. I, I love, I, I really love what you told me, Ryan. Thank you so much. But actually, if this could be two birds, one stone. Uh, I mm. do need some audience perspective. So what's strong? Oh, yeah. it's, and, and, uh, it's okay if you say your son. It's oh, okay well, if we, you say your son. It is. Mine. I would love a pull quote in the, in the old gray lady. I mean, that's been a lifelong dream of mine. Wow. So you definitely know about the industry and you know, you know, stuff. okay. Yeah. Well, honey, I mean, if you want to start first, while well, I kind of formulate a quote here. Oh, sure. I won't formulate mine. I'll just go off the cuff. Uh, Ryan is our son. Right. Thank you. Oh, first time I've heard that. My goodness. We were, we were, we, we wept. Mm-hmm. We were weeping and we wept. Okay. He had been on stage. I don't know. 20 minutes. And then the conductor got mm. started with that music. And we were like, oh, yeah. it's an art piece. You know, really, once we heard oh, that music. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's normal to have such strong uh, hand veins, muscle. No, but it's magical. Sorry. It was. For the dancers? No, no, no. For the conductor. I don't think they oh. really saw much of the dancing. I saw you guys um, in the audience with your binoculars, but they were just trained a little bit low. I thought maybe you could have, you know, caught some of my feet. But I, um, I told your mother we should have those small opera binoculars, but we couldn't find any. So we put big binoculars on a pole. Uh, and so I'm sorry you saw those. That's okay. Well, you know what? Nice. That's so great, actually. I, I'm going to let you go. Um, really just one quote? Though, Is it I just the one sorry. quote? Oh, well, I guess it was just, I guess that you shouldn't have formulated. <laughs> My dad has been guess, jotting no, really just, hard. If you could give him a quote, it, it would kind of make his oh, day. Oh, uh, sure. Although I'll just let you know, I think I'm sort of changing my thrust of the article. What are you talking I about? I was going to focus on. Well, I was going to focus on the dancing, but it just seems like perhaps the music mm-hmm. was no. more. Oh, well, again, that came after the dancing downstream. It did. That's mm-hmm. true. I think. What was your? I think I don't want you to neglect my son to talk about the music. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, my son worked very hard on this performance. Absolutely. Uh, he danced beautifully. And yes. um, uh, begin quote, in a complicated time where uh, our minds need to be challenged, uh, we need to reflect on who we are and what we've done in society. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is why I'm murdered. You're literally a landlord who who specializes in evictions. That's, this is yes. why I married him. And, and, thank you, honey. And make sure you write landlord. In the last article about me, they said slumlord. It's landlord. We did not care for that. Yes. Thank you no. for coming by. And the, sure. the conductor is, I, I believe, three doors down. You're going to want a quote from her. And obviously, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what you're comfortable with asking about, but get a look at those abs if you can. And if they mention me, you know, if she's said anything about Ryan's mother. The conductor's going to talk about my mom in the article? Well, I felt a strong, a strong connection. What about you and dad? I married him for his, his words, clearly, not for his music. I won her over at a party. Um, uh, Everybody was hanging out and I started reciting poetry to her, which people (laughs) loved. And <laughs> I won your mother over. I sure did. I, I, I have thought. to say, I feel I, I just, uh, um, you know, I just watched that movie Lady Bird that you were recommending. 
And it made me think a lot about my relationship with you and wow. uh, the pressure I put on you and the ways I'm not hearing you. I'm so surprised to hear that, but happy. And I, I want to say that I, I know it was, we didn't end up paying for your liberal arts education for dancing. No, we and, did not. Right. Mm-hmm. You made me pay to go there. Yeah. Uh, you had to pay them. And then, of course, us. You had right. to pay both of us. And right. I am now seeing that all that hard work you did really paid off. Because you got to work with one of the most brilliant conductors I've ever seen. Okay. And this is why I married him. This, <clears throat> these speeches. This and this eloquent. was so hard for me. This was such, a, this was a huge labor of love. And Honestly, you saw one conductor's hands from behind and you lose your minds? We saw a lot of your feet. I felt like it would have been nice to have done a little bit of upkeep and maybe a pedicure. My feet were too ugly for you? In well, my with the binoculars, show? these are very strong binoculars. <laughs> Your mother, yes. She has to get we the best indoor. binoculars. We got <laughs> these off of a wilderness survival website. Edit. Uh, what was the- <laughs> Edit. 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 Well, it's got to be done. I, I yelled scene much earlier, and I oh, don't really? know anybody oh, no, heard me. Didn't so hear then I was like, I'm I don't sorry. know what to say. What do we say when we edit? Scenes are great. Or We've been saying cheers Lahayim. in different languages. Cheers. Salud. Salud. Salud the, is good. The, the second one that everybody knows. Uh, What's chin another chin. one? Chin Chin was one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little controversial because it means penis in Japanese, but cheers in Italian. Very interesting. Proust, right? Proust is one. Proust, yeah. What's that? Or Prost. Is it Prost? Is Proust? Because Proust is an author. Oh, but- yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Of course, I was speaking to the author of the existential works. <laughs> Cheers, Tolstoy. Which I know about from Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, and I know. Yeah, sure. That's how we all know. Oh, it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Are you a guys lot reading? My, huh? I was just going to say, I feel like a lot of my uh, knowledge comes from movies where they, oh, yeah. the characters have done their own research and I bite it as my own. Mm-hmm. So you have knowledge of people's knowledge. Yes. Fictitious people. True. I feel the same. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough to feel like everybody doesn't know so many things, or every. It's tough to feel like everybody knows stuff that you don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm sure you know things that surely everybody else does not know. Yeah, but, but why does that difficult. come up less? Right. How, the things that you know. Yeah. What are what would that be? What is something that question. you feel? Not even that you're the best at or the smartest at, but something Ooh, that you just question. have like a high area of interest. So you are, I don't think it's like intelligence. I think it's like attention, right? It's like, yeah, what did you yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like maybe if people wanted to talk about British murder mysteries, I feel like I have a lot of knowledge about that. Yeah, uh, or What's your favorite like a, one if I wanted to read a British murder mystery? Oh, I watch them. I, um, I don't read a ton of them. I don't read. I mean, yeah, I don't read a ton of. But then, which one should I watch? Uh, I like a show called Rosemary and Time, which is about two uh, older women who uh, uh, are gardeners and landscapers, (gasps) but they solve. Oh my god! Mysteries. Oh my gosh! This this is like a BBC thing, or. BBC. I don't know if it was on BBC. It, it used to be on Netflix. That's how I ended up watching it. But it is an English show. 
I've been doing all this mis- uh, all this research on writing mysteries, and you got I I learned that that is called a cozy mystery, which is one hundred percent what it is. It is cozy. It, it means there's like no there's not a lot of like violence or sex or anything, but it's like these women who have mm-hmm. strong hobbies, but are like these like amateur sleuths that like mm-hmm. figure out things. But now there's also modern cozy mysteries, which are like the younger one, younger women who mm-hmm. like are a little feistier and it's a little more of like a romantic comedy, but they're still like on their murder mystery. Anyway, Victoria, I can't wait for you to give me more suggestions. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to watch. Uh, They're so would good. Murder, She Wrote, be, that feels like the original American yeah. cozy mystery, right? Yeah, that seems like a cozy one. mystery to me. Because she's not what it, what is her role in that? She's not like a police officer or like a detective, right? But she does solve lots of problems. Isn't she a novelist? Yeah. Or am I right? I think I she know. must That's be, what I right? thought. Oh, she yeah. wrote. Yeah. She's yeah. writing stories. And, and I think it opens on a from, typewriter. Yes. Did you guys ever watch that show Ghost Rider when we were kids? Yes. Yeah, it's very no, cozy. I, I think did. there's a new version of it too. But that really? was like my favorite show when I was a kid, but it didn't feel like it ever like went that big. Like mm, I feel no. like my mom worked for TV stations, which is why I think I'm obsessed with TV, and she would always bring home this was like way back in the day when like digital didn't exist, right? So she would bring home like VHS tapes of pilots. <gasps> Of like oh, stuff that was cool. going to go or not go or whatever, which now if you're in the industry, you can get like the CAA link of every pilot that was made yeah. this year and you just log in oh, and watch wow. it. But I just like my mom was a sales rep at a local affiliate for CBS in uh, Northern California. So she, I remember she brought home the early pilot for early edition. Do you remember that show with um, Kyle Chandler? Is that his name? The, oh. the coach, uh, from- coach Taylor? Coach, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, that's where he, is he, does he die? Or he gets a news report from the future and has to go save the person? He gets tomorrow's newspaper the (gasps) night before. And it's like, he can see into the future via the newspaper. And he has, I think she's a friend or whatever. And I think she's blind. And, and they sort of team up because he has this special thing where he can read the paper and then she helps. Anyway, it's been too long. But uh, yeah, I was obsessed with TV because I was seeing stuff early. So I was like, Ooh, yes, which ones are going to go, so cool. which aren't, you know, that's whatever. So I didn't know that's what your mom did. I don't think we've ever yeah. talked about this. And now she works in like marketing and sales and like copywriting and stuff. But when I was growing up, she worked in television sales. So she worked for the local, yeah, CBS affiliate, KOVR Channel 13, also Channel 10, uh, the ABC affiliate. And she would sell local ads on... The national station. So like most of the ads you see on ABC are like Pepsi and multinational things. Mm -hmm. But then like one commercial per every commercial break is like Sacramento Ford or, Mm -hmm. you know, local whatever. And there's a certain gym click. Yes, exactly. In Arizona, surely you have other things. We were a big one you used to see in Rockland, my hometown, was John L. Sullivan Chevrolet. It was a huge... There was a big auto mall, but that one and who was it? Ernest used to do their ads. Ernest P. Whirl or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how we got started. Yeah, I think so. Wow. He, the character started as a commercial. Right, right. Wow. Oh, I had no idea. That's a very that. cool. That's a cool job yeah. for yes. a parent to have. Mm-hmm. Like I would as a kid be like, mm-hmm. my mom has a kick ass job. I got to do a report sure. where we went to the TV station and I just like. 
I don't even know what the point of the, I think it's like a, a report on what your parents do or whatever, mm-hmm. but we got to like go meet the newscasters and the weatherman, oh, Dewey Hopper, who was very so funny, cool. local weatherman, uh, and like talk to the sales agents. And then I got to talk to the like people who worked in the technical part about like, we shoot this thing and then it goes onto the tape and then we broadcast it through this. And it was a very cool, like behind the scenes look at how TV That's works. Really stuff, cool. so. That's really cool. Yeah, I've been obsessed with it for a long time because of that. Uh, I apologize in advance for in, over, initiating a lot today, but I have another initiation. No, I don't. That's great. Great. I'm <laughs> ready. You do it. Um, well, uh, I, since we're giving you the tour, I thought an exciting thing for you might be that you can um, sit in and watch. Uh, one thing we do at the station is we always add a new local commercial during the nine o'clock slot. So this is for early edition. Uh, so what we do is we watch through 20 tapes of local businesses that are trying to do local commercials. So we try to pick one that fits within the early edition slot, uh, you know, the viewers that would be watching it and everything. So we're just going to play some of these tapes. Uh, are you excited to see them all? I don't know if this is boring for you. I, I, it's so normal. It's my everyday life. Not boring for me. Okay, I'm great. That sounds good. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, your 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 guys uh, mom is uh, you know we're all a big fan of her around here and uh, we were excited to give you all a tour and this, you get the day off of school which is fun. Um, so here we go. I'm just gonna pop the tape in. Uh, this first one is uh, Big Bubba's c- uh, couches and more. Hey, what's going on? I'll tell you what. Everybody thinks we have only couches, but we also have end tables, refrigerator magnets, and also ottomans. For only $19.99, you can get the ottoman and the refrigerator magnet of your dreams. Come on down to big couches and more. Okay, so that was Big Bubba's um, wow. couches and more. And a lot of these, you know, because they're local. Oh, did you have a question, Ty? I was just going to say, um, uh, I know that store. Oh, you do? That's what I was going to say. I've been there. Shut up. Well, well, I have. Wow. We've all been there. We've all been there. You don't go anywhere without me. Well, I'm very impressed Sorry. that you've both I been know, to. I know it. Oh, cool. That's great. Uh, yeah, this is a fun little game. We, we get to watch 20 of these, so uh, let me know which ones you've been to. And um... I bet I know all of them. <laughs> do you think so, that that... Do you think that that man's real name is Bubba, or do you think that he chose that because it sounds flashy? That's a great question. A lot of these people will pick flashy names. Obviously, he said he was Big Bubba, and he was a very small man and looked uh, to me more like a, I don't know, a Reggie or something like that. Um, mm, and I know yeah, him. I've seen him. I went to high school with him, and he is his name is Reggie. I, I, I guess I'm giving it. <laughs> wow, so, I knew it. Um, early edition, we're kind of looking. Uh, this is probably the viewership is going to be kind of like married couples for 40s and 50s. Um, so th- we would put this in the maybe pile. They might need a couch, an ottoman, or a refrigerator magnet, which I think they just added to the stock there because you can see in the commercial he was kind of looking for one to show the audience. <laughs> okay, this uh, cool. here's this next one. Cool. Um, this is um, uh, Kyle's, Toyota's, Honda's, and Kia's. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? Come on down to Kyle's, Toyotas, Hondas, and Kias. I'm an 18-year-old kid who <laughs> fell into this when his grandpa died and accidentally left it to him because his dad was a prick. <laughs> so come on down and get a big discount for a quick sale. Hi. I'm a photo of Kyle's grandpa with Kyle's lips in between. I died and I'm in hell, but you can be in heaven when you see our deals on the new CRVs, Corollas, and Honda cars. That's right. We're not sure what all the models are yet, but we are positive on the CRVs and the Corollas. Come on down to Kyle's where you're guaranteed to get a steal. I hooked up with Kyle in one of the back of his Kias after prom. It was hot. You, shut up. Nobody wants to hear about that. <laughs> okay, Talia. Well, I have. Well, I have. Well, I have. Okay? Right. I want you to know that. Well, it was hot. It was hot? Yeah. I mean, we both wore protection. It was fun. Okay, great. Oh, so hooked up means sex to your generation. You know it. Well, for me, hooked up was just making out. That's interesting. Uh, well, Excuse me. Yes. Can you say prick on television? Yeah, we'll probably have to bleep that. I'm actually putting this one in the uh, uh, buy his life rights to make into a TV show because this seems like an interesting serialized show, right? An 18 year old running a. What's You're going to. I'd watch it. Okay. <laughs> well, we know you would. It seems like you have a thing with Kyle. No. I mean, it's not like we're serious. Yeah, because this I kind of exactly know. This is exactly what she wants. This is exactly what she wants. <laughs> I know him. I've been there. I've seen it. We're not serious. So you're kind of playing the field? <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I know Bubba, too. Is your neck hurting? <laughs> <laughs> Are you shy or did you hurt your neck? <laughs> I, uh, I'm i both. Well. I sh- I'm shy and I hurt my neck. All right. It sounds like you're of the sisters, you're the uh, one who's a little more. Um, popular with the opposite sex, which is fine. I'm just just an observation. Unless, uh, uh, and I Why think would I you make that assertion. I am not. Why would speaking, you make that assertion? It was just the impression I was getting, and I shouldn't have said. <laughs> Let's pop in this no. next tape. <laughs> this is the uh, um, this is the old air, uh, not the Airbnb. It's the the bed and breakfast off of the Pacific Coast Highway. Hi, how you doing? Come on down to bedside B and B. Where we serve bacon, eggs, and wheat toast every morning right at your bedside. We have a key to all the rooms, and we don't knock. We'll come right in, and we'll put eggs, bacon, and wheat toast right on your bedside. That's bedside B&B right off the PCH somewhere north or south. Okay. Wow. Um, so that's the bedside B&B. Obviously, like a 32-year-old. Uh, so I don't know if the vibe there is they're trying to convince us they're older with the makeup and the voice. I think the commercial started with a cough. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are all local commercials, so they don't have as much of the editing funding, and they're a lot of times self-made. Um, but yeah, maybe I ha- if you- I help make this one. You helped well, make this one. N- no, that's just a full lie. I tell you, you What's really, wrong? you really do a lot of work. It sounds like you're very, you're a maven. You're out there. You're doing things, connecting. You people. need to I'm stop a, labeling her and get some more problematic every time you label her. I'm a maven. I'm a maven. 
I'm Mimin, and I'm uh, very popular with people of the opposite sex. That's what he said. Oh, and that's what. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, all right, I'm going to stay out of this fight, but uh, it's clear what the relationship is here and what your personalities are <laughs> among your peers and in the world. But I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> Well, it's uh, felt. Even if you don't say it, it's felt. Well, I can't win on this tour. <laughs> oh my God, Victoria, lay off him. You yelled at him in the cafeteria too. Yeah. Paulia, I, stop touching his chest <laughs> when you refer to him. <laughs> That's a little too close, Talia. That's a little too uh, close. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I also work at the salon and I know all about like hair follicles and things like that. And I just wanted to see what kind of chest hair I'm working with. Uh, well, and I wasn't yelling at him. Kind. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't yelling at him. I was simply stating that there should be free tampons in the bathroom. It's insane to have the quarter, uh, the quarter slit ones or whatever. That's all. Well, the money goes to the free ketchup. So which would you rather have? Because it's one or the other. <laughs> and I saw how much ketchup you had with your fries, Victoria. She loves ketchup. She loves ketchup. There's nobody that loves ketchup more than her. Shut up. I like ketchup a normal amount. Everyone's a feminist till their ketchup gets taken away. <laughs> okay. This uh this next one is for the spring fair. Um now I heard they put a lot of money into this one, so let's see where it went. <laughs> Pigs, cows, hay, a big dunk tank, fat Reggie, <laughs> fried Twinkies. Hey, y'all, come on down to the town fair. We got everything. We got pigs, cows, fried Twinkies, fat Reggie. Come on down to the fair. The big Ferris wheel is here this year. That's right. We got the big Ferris wheel this year. This is multiple voices, and we have spent a lot of money on this product, and I've been to the fair this year, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> it was safe, and my family was happy. The fair! <laughs> Come to it! Okay. Um, well, clear to me that the money did not go into casting, and that was a green screen, right? <laughs> they couldn't even get well, Fat Reggie. <laughs> Is Fat Reggie Big Bubba? (laughs) (laughs) Well, very astute, Victoria. I think you're right. I think I am, Uh, too. So Fat Reggie is Big Bubba. (laughs) Um, Scene. (laughs) (laughs) Great. We got it. We nailed it. Now, I don't know about... Did we give the whole preface on getting these deliver cocktails because they no. got me a little bit wasted and i'm i'm definitely trash? on the goof train <laughs> Can we you didn't tell us what you got you didn't tell us about your drink ryan i got a, a view carré i think is the best pronunciation i can do right and now, we've discussed french, french comes up on this podcast more than you would think the right. language uh victoria we, victoria or talia do you have the pronunciation here i don't know it was french i, I don't I know v-i-e-u-x space Carré, which is C-A-R-R-E with an accent. I think vieux carré seems right. Vieux carré, Great, yeah, good work. Sure. Who took French? I took French. I took French. 
I'm uh, a little too afraid to lean into the accent too hard. Like I sort of know it, but it's been long enough where I don't want to be wrong with it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was yes. always like that. Yeah. Anyway, because it's embarrassing to me. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to be fluent, but I don't want to be seen as like trying to over identify. Right. You, know I mean? you like only want to do it in France. You're like, I'll use right. an accent in France when I'm trying to say everything correctly. Right. I think if somebody was speaking French to me, I would try to keep up, but I don't want mm. to throw on extra accent if it's like just another English. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. it's weird because it's like, this happens with Hebrew sometimes where I have to go like, I know what we call it in my family and I know what you call it who I'm speaking to. So right. I'm just going to say hummus. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say hummus to you because uh-huh. I'm not speaking to somebody who like. Right. But I'm trying to assimilate all the time, basically. I like I like that you are thinking about making others comfortable in that yeah. way. Like, I like Thanks. that you're thinking about actually, like, communicating an idea rather than like, hey, this is how I say it, catch up or don't. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I will two, say. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I love the Israeli accent. Do you? It's nice. It's a real fun one to try to pretend to do. I do it terrible, but I just think it's so fun. Um, yeah, it's a, um, it's cl- it's a lot of people confuse it with French with some with uh, like not the language but the accent. The like accent when you're, oh, when you're spoken in English, yeah. Do you, th- if you really went for it, could you dive into a sort of a Hebrew accent? Um, or, or are you trying to tell you or me? Whoever wants Talia, to Talia, go for it. Well, no, Dan, you can't. I can't. Like, you can, I can't. You can't? I, I could try, but. but I, you have so many Israeli. No? My mom. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I've heard I, you around your mom, and you guys sort of get into, you know. She speaks Hebrew bit. to me, but I, I usually speak English to her. But right. do you under. But you can fluently understand Hebrew? Uh, when we do like Zoom calls with my uncles and aunts and cousins, I can like track a story but if i miss like a big thesis word the whole thing falls apart oh interesting do you ever feel like you want to buff up on that yeah i started doing duolingo hebrew but i mean i'm in like the beginner section of it and it's a it's like that book play you talked about where it's not challenging enough to keep my attention right right now i need to like Mm. challenge myself a little more oh you remembered that book i like that Mm mm-hmm it stuck with me the the lesson there. Um, but what what's in the what is in the vukare? Uh, it is straight wa- rye whiskey, cognac, sweet vermouth, Benedictine, uh, Angostura, and Pechad's bitters. Mm, that sounds so the most nice up my drink. alley. I, I think it's I really like delicious. That sounds delish. It, it's How? it's not too far. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. Is it boozy? Do would you say it's on the like? Does it taste extremely boozy, boozy and pretty sweet? I would say like Ooh, okay. it feels like everything that's in it is either alcohol or sweetener, but there's no mm. like juice or other liquid. Right, <clears throat> like the, so, like, the booze it. to liquid is, I would say, high. Mm. Yeah, you so, know, sometimes you get something boozy, but then it's like also very icy and sugary. This this right. is like sugary, yeah. but there's no sort of like liquid to cut it. So I, like I was. I was curious how sweet Benedictine would be because I didn't really know what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like that is the sweet thing, unless there's like a bunch of simple syrup. They I don't know what Benedictine like is. Sweet vermouth? I, look, yeah. I don't know what it I is look, either. I did look it up and it was, I, it, well, and now I can't even tell you what, like, <clears> it basically is like if it's a mm-hmm. liqueur or what, but it 
was saying it has like a very flowery uh mm. yeah like flavor to it mm. um and, and we don't we we also are all drinking like homemade cocktails we're not yeah. gonna mm-hmm. the, the person that we got them from doesn't have a license <laughs> and can't promote it but i'm sure this is a cool thing that's happening in like every city yeah with quarantine uh, but Dan knows someone who is like a bartender of some sort and is making like homebrew batch cocktails. So Dan bought us all a cool little bottle uh, yeah. and we all had our choice of things. So I highly recommend it. This is, a, I think it's a very fun thing that we each have a cool different it's drink, so uh, sort of home delivered, but professional. So if there's something like that around you, have a Sunday, yeah. have a and Saturday. So, and, and if and there's not, friends. start your own. Right. Be the one in your town that makes yeah. a ton of money delivering people alcohol. Yeah. I weirdly feel like we're having more of a joint party because we're all doing the same little cocktail delivery. It does feel that yeah. way. Right? It yeah. does. It's really fun. Um, and we did an order. We like announced our orders over email. And mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I was really excited that nobody did the same thing. Not that we Me all have too. to be different. I know. But that, that was interesting. All, mm-hmm, that's nice. Um, well, I wanted something that I just wouldn't normally make for myself. But then Mm -hmm. when I really think about it, mine only has three ingredients that I have all, I have all three ingredients at my house. You have mezcal at your house? I have mezcal, I have Aperol and I have cucumbers. And this is the feathered serpent, right? It's the the feathered serpent. It's so yum. But what I did do, and don't tell your friend, I added some sparkling water to it. Nice. So you spritzed it. I spritzed it because I obviously like Aperol spritz. And it's so hot. I think that's an option for every drink. Anybody who likes a drink but just is too intense, spritz it. You've got to spritz it. Make it a highball. Uh, That's Um, to our lesson about being in a bar. Just ask the bartender to spritz it for you, whatever you get. There you go. (laughs) They look at me where Tom will go fuck himself. Honestly. No, too hard? No, never. Uh, I just think, I do want to revisit this. I don't think you can go into the service industry and be pissed that the people that you are serving wanted a certain way. Mm. Don't you think? I mean, maybe that's a little too strong. I, it's hard to say because I agree with you. And I worked at Universal City Walk. So like tourists, you're getting people who are penny pinching more than they ever have in their life. Sure. Uh, they're from all over the country. So like what po- like politeness is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from Europe, like all over the world. So like tipping is all over the place. And in my opinion, I was still able to be a very personable yes. server yeah. and bartender. Yes. Yes. Where, so where did the, you work, Dan? Uh, a, a Carl Strauss restaurant and brewery uh, at CityWalk above nice. uh, uh, Camacho's. Camacho's across from Bubba Gump's and under the John Lovitz Comedy Club and uh, Dueling Pianos. Dueling What's Piano that Bar, Howl at the Moon. How at the moon. Um, but yeah, like we would get people. I, I cut, I got a table of people from Russia one day, like 14 people who all got steaks, different temperatures mm-hmm. and were like very difficult. And I also cut my finger that day, like was bleeding and like, Ooh. like bad cut. And so mm-hmm. was not giving them the best service. Uh, and I remember them being like, so mad at me. And so rude. And I don't know why I started the story other than like, yeah, it's hard sometimes. Um, But you can't go. And there are people in that world who are like bad people who like you're working with people who are like, 
uh, these Russians aren't going to tip or worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's like, I, 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 cause I'm a hero. You just don't want to like contribute yeah. to that. And it's not really how I feel about people is like, mm-hmm. I, I guess expect I'm, the best and be disappointed. Right. Is better. The, the only thing I will throw in here, just cause I, anytime this stuff comes up, I feel like I want to always come to the defense of, uh, and I know we all feel this way of people who work in restaurants, but particularly in this city, uh, people can be so unrelentingly awful. And yes. there's like an, I can't tell you how often people are assuming I am not smart. Uh, like in terms of any type of like restaurant worker, uh, being acting like they are smarter than you. That's so interesting to me. Cause I feel like I'm always in a position of people talking down to me. Right. Um, However, what I do think is true is just because you're dealing with someone very ugly, not nice, like bad behavior, doesn't mean you get, and I think you don't have to be nice to them is my opinion. I think as a customer service representative, you don't have to be nice. And I don't think that you're making the point that you do have to be. What I do think you have to try your best to do is not to take it to the other people who are being nice. That's a better way to say it. The only other thing I'll say is sometimes with that, like ordering stuff, the number of times I've been at a restaurant where I just want to be like, I want to say yes to you so badly, Mm -hmm. but this chef is not going to let me. (laughs) Like for some reason, this is going to be a big deal and I'm sorry, (laughs) but I have to say no to you. If I go back there and tell the chef you want this, he's going to call me a derogatory term for a gay person. (laughs) Just so you know, that's what's going to happen back there. So I'll try my best. I'll do it. It's not funny that that happens, but it is funny how true and knowing that is. That has happened to me 1,000 times. (laughs) Um, Also, if you work in a restaurant where they're just like particular about certain things. I mean, I've I've been screamed at so many times because we didn't serve the burger in the dining room. At night, it was only right. available at the bar. Yeah, but it was available during the day. I worked at the Cheesecake Factory, like and we used to have yeah. a guy that would come in that was like a true conspiracy theorist. Oh. But we also had to provide him service to the level that he was expecting. <clears throat> and so he would send he would get a hamburger every time, and he would literally send it back three times every single time he ate there, and he would eat here at least weekly. And it was just part of the thing. He was like, yeah. the first wow. question every time would be like, was this grilled on a flat top or on the grill? And he was trying to like catch you if you were a server he hadn't had before. And then you'd be like, it was on the flat top. We know your order. We do it just how you request. Okay. Well, the plate is really hot. The plate is really hot. And I'm this like, yeah, we just want the food to stay warm when we bring it out. Anyway, it, and it was just this bananas thing where it's like, well, what do we do? We can't tell this guy to stop coming in here. But every time he come in, he comes in, we make four meals. We make four meals <laughs> wow. for one man. And, it's, yeah. and it, I think you're very right, Victoria, that like most of what happens is that service industry people are treated like shit. And I think mm-hmm. because it sounds like all of us have been in the service industry, we're like, don't redirect that to us. We know. <laughs> we right. are. We're coming in with not that attitude. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping mm-hmm. to like be a bright spot in everybody's day and hope that it can just go that way. But man, I remember working there and it's like, if you give me even half of an attitude, it's yeah. so frustrating. I think also, uh, like to the, like your three's experiences, cause Ryan, you were in Beverly Hills, right? At the Cheesecake Factory or like Brentwood, West Brentwood. Yes. 
And like mm. Victoria, the place you worked at is like a kind of higher end clientele base. And it sounds like your experience was Talia too. That is way worse than like, generally this is a broad strokes, but like the universal city crowd is like a little more middle class, lower middle class. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and, and that's like a, a different, I guess, like type of people you're dealing with yeah. than uh, people who think they deserve the right. world and have beaten you at life and are treating you that way, yeah. which is like, totally. I worked at a yacht club and, and it's more that vibe there. And that's way harder to deal with. Right. Sucks. Like they run a yacht club and you just happen to work there. Right. It's like, well, that literally is not what's going on. I'm here every day. You're here on Sundays. I'm kind of curious for the next happy hour. We don't have to do this. But if uh, listeners want to call in with their own service industry stories, uh, we will. We should uh, do just a service industry only episode. Yeah. And it's yeah. just Hood and we talk about scene, it. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. I'm like working that. through trauma on here, is clearly what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I like think we all have. Through we something. all are. Yeah, we all are. Um, you know, some, every, you've heard this if you've worked in the service industry. Everybody that works in the service industry goes, everybody should have to do this job. Haven't you heard that yes. in every job you've worked in, right? And I think it's because it's a certain type of knowing of like, Everybody has to know what it's like to be on this side before you're on the other side for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just a consumer and have no idea what it's like to serve a consumer, you only know like half of what life is. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or in America. Yeah. And I think it goes into every, like it should work that way for manual labor. Like right. everything you take yeah. in, you should yes. know how it got to you. Yes. In right. in the smallest ways. Like that should be right. school. If you want to call in with your service industry stories or like food service industry, should we yeah. start, or any service yeah. industry, uh, customer yeah. service, yes. 818-465-8656 is our Google voice number. You can leave how a 30 fun. second to minute long voicemail there and we'll do uh, scenes off of them next time. Yeah. If, we get, oh. if we get some from you all. Right. I feel like this sort of segues into a little bit of what we were talking about earlier before we started the episode of just like caring about others, right? Like right now, there's still a lot of stuff going on in the country that needs our attention and care. And this is a fun podcast to sort of take a break from all that stuff. But it's good to tune into the crazy shit that's happening in Portland right now with the federal uh, armed guard being deployed there. And uh, it's important to still wear your mask and all of these things that are like, what are we actually still doing in this crazy time? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you guys thinking about in terms of those things? Um, yeah, I think definitely we, uh, if we want to promote the communityjusticeexchange.org, you can find bail funds for places all over the country. So if you want to donate directly to like your city or to where you feel that money is needed. And also it's a good time to go to voterstatus.sos. For California, it's voterstatus.sos.ca.gov. You can see your status as a voter or NASS.org and make sure you're registered to vote, especially to our white listeners who the stats I'm seeing are that white people are still like 46% supporting Trump. I know you're not going to change your mind here, but let's at least make sure we're amplifying the voices of (laughs) this fucking awful uh, white race we seem to belong to, which I'm being overly negative about it, but it is crazy. I disagree. I think it's appropriate. And I think it's really important to vote. I told that I told before we started recording, I was like, don't tell them this, but now maybe I should use it as like a, 
a learning thing. I used to be somebody who was very much like, yeah, I'll vote, but it's not going to matter. And we're going to learn what's going on 50 years later. And it's going to be like a whole different ball game that we thought we were playing in one, but we were really playing another. But I don't think we should be looking at it like that anymore. Right. <laughs> right. The attitude is a little bit like, it's a thing that's happening, but I'm not really a part of it. When yeah. really it's like we are a part of it and every one of our individual actions adds up to the collective action. And so I think whatever it's you're doing or not doing is the thing. Exactly. And it's so much easier to take that stance of, <clears throat> I have no idea, it's so much bigger than me. I have no right. control. But I think when we all decide that we have control, we have control, right? So when we all right. come together to collectively take responsibility for where we live and what we do and how we're presenting it to the world, the U.S. Mm -hmm. is such a big country in the world. Uh, I hope that we can do better. I agree. Uh, and the, I think, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I think I interrupted Victoria. Sorry, Victoria. No, 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 you didn't. I was just going to say it's, it, that can also be an easy way to feel because of, our privilege and the fact that like each president doesn't necessarily affect the well-being of my life as much, but it's all the more reason to care uh, so much. Also, if you're local to LA uh, and listening to this, check out Justice LA. Uh, you can sign up for daily actions on the local level. Uh, and it, uh, I promise it will give you such a sense of uh, involvement and purpose. Yes. So get involved, be involved, be an active citizen in our country and try to make it better, not worse. You know, doing nothing, I think, makes it worse. Doing something helps. So do something. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when they come for you, which they literally are doing? Uh, so mm -hmm. I don't know. I, it's, I'm scared, everybody. I'm going to have a moment of deep It turned fear from the happy it's hour really into scary. the sad hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the fear hour? The yeah, hour of fear. It's legitimately hour. very scary. It's, it's very scary. scary. It's horrifying. So have a drink, connect with your friends, talk about it, and then wake up the next day and do one positive thing for the world around you. I feel like both Ooh. are important, right? You got to take care of yourself so that you have a little bit of energy to spend on other people. If you're just self-focused and like, the world is crazy right now. I can't do anything. You're not doing anything. So it's like, <laughs> take care of yourself, take that break, and then go back to work. You know? I don't know. Also taking yeah. that note for myself. Um, well, it was great to see everybody. Lovely. Lovely. Uh, so nice to see you guys. We'll see you all in two weeks. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening again. If you listen to the free episode... Find us on patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog for video of this episode. Uh, please, when you're watching the video, don't find some crazy way to make a meme. Uh, Honestly, don't do the next great Twitter on us. You know? <laughs> no don't do way. That. Unless you really can. I mean, unless you can, I, you know, I'm curious to see what you make, but it would be just too humiliating. And we'd pay you for it. We'd reimburse, right, you, right, know, right. We'd we'd reimburse you for your meme you. work, obviously. <laughs> um, let's and what about here. Talia and Victoria? Any final thoughts from you guys? Oh, my gosh. On? Just whatever. Anything? Yeah, it doesn't, you don't even have to have one. Final thought is, thank you, Dan. Space. Dan, uh, provided these drinks for all of us. So thank yeah. you so much, Dan. Okay, you got my so much, Dan. Oh, my and, pleasure. Uh, and Dan did send us a Dan, Dan did send us a quick email saying to say that. 
right now. Just now. Just, just, <laughs> why would I do something nice if nobody knew about it? Amen. That's a good point. That's I'll a good put point. a meme of me right here and say that it looks like I have COVID or I'm a vampire. Please. Dan, you think such sad things about yourself. Don't put a meme of me talking into this mic and say it looks like the mic is fitting for my penis size. <laughs> don't do or it. That you're an extra, extra huge giant. The, and that microphone is regular size. Don't call me a homunculus and and use this as an example. <laughs> I will say, what a great tease for end of episode. <laughs> Dan has four of those microphones, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to see them in action. That tiny microphone. That tiny microphone broke me. That tiny mic is so good. Have you seen the dog video? Mm-hmm. If you haven't. I don't oh, know well, how to find it, but Brian put, put the dog d- video into the into this, <laughs> and, and, and the audio also. The audio works too. Everybody that's imagining it, just imagine a dog when the sound makes sense for a dog. Right, it's just classic. I'm talking like this it. works, but it's not working. But I'm putting it. Up. Oh, wait, I make, I, it could have fooled me. <laughs> well, you're also uh, not even using it how it's supposed to be used. How's it really supposed to be used? How do you mean? <laughs> Oh, oh, well, I don't want to spoil what the dog's doing. Yeah, right. I don't want to spoil what the dog's doing, but here's a hint. (laughs) Can I get a few words? Uh, I love you guys. Love you It's always so good to see you guys. Love you. Yes. Love you. Dan? Have a good one, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Love you, too. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.